Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Listen, you all been sold out. You all been sold out by a bunch of swampies, insiders, the foie gras eating crowd. They go to their cocktail parties. They sip their uh, vodka martini, shake it, not stirred, pretending to be James Bond or whatever it is. You all been sold out. This show, I think, has been a kind of the tip of the spear of exposing the insider cabal and following the money of losers selling you out. But we're not the only ones. There are a lot of people out there doing a lot of good work. I've got some pretty damning video. Just briefly covered Durham in the beginning. I'm going to have more on that tomorrow. Just a disaster for the Democrats again. They don't care. They're commies. It doesn't really matter. By the way, welcome Coco H to the... uh, Chat club for the first time. It's good to have you all join us for the live chat every day. It starts at 10. Show starts at 11. We love to have you. Thanks a lot for joining us. Today's show brought to you by Blackout Coffee. Stop giving your money to garbage companies that hate you and hate the country and their coffee tastes like crap. Go with a coffee option that aligns with your conservative values and tastes great. It's blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino. It's what I drink. Use coupon code Bongino for 20% off your first order. I'm going to do a quick down and dirty on the Durham thing. Then I've got some video about What is China, Hunter Biden, BlackRock, Larry Fink, and wokeism all have in common? It'll all make sense. Stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. Hey, does it make sense that the company who controls half of online retail also passively eavesdrops on your private conversations at home? What about the idea that a single company controls 90% of internet searches and gets to track everything you do on your smartphone? I don't like that. Big tech profits by exploiting your personal data. It's time to put a layer of protection between your online activity and the big tech juggernauts. That's why I use ExpressVPN. Sadly, every site you visit, video you watch, or message you send is tracked and data mined. But when you run ExpressVPN on your device, the software hides your IP address, making your activity harder to trace and sell to advertisers. ExpressVPN also encrypts 100% of your internet data to keep you safe from hackers on your network. Doesn't slow your connection. That's why it's rated the number one VPN by Mashable and Tech Radar. Download the app on your phone or computer. Tap one button and you're protected. Protect yourself with the VPN I use and trust. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino to get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash Bongino. All right, Joseph, let's go. Welcome to a wonderful Wednesday. Yeah. Not so wonderful. Okay. Joe is, I very feel, I, no, 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 it, it is for me. It's not for Joe. Feel a little bad. I sent a clip early. I thought I sent it. I did not. You son Joe of a- was legit. I know. <laughs> Joe was cussing me, not quietly, under his breath, of like two seconds before the show was started. I'm not kidding. Like two, like two actual seconds. Ain't Joe was it. still cutting video Ain't because it. we're live now. We're live. Everybody right. watch. We're live. That's so cool. I feel we're bad. Good. Yeah, we're good. All right. Thank you, Joe. I appreciate your hard work yeah, baby. and my failure to get you the cut in time. All right. So Durham's up on Capitol Hill. John Durham, who was investigating the FBI spying on Donald Trump. Uh, listen, I, as someone put on Twitter earlier, if you put my name in there, you can go through the tweets. Someone put on Twitter earlier. I'm glad they're doing the hearing because it's exposing stuff we already knew. And maybe some new people will hear this. And that's good. Don't be a Debbie Downer. Oh, the Republicans are doing a crap job. They're not doing a crap job. They're doing a fine job. The problem is a lot of you already know this stuff, so it seems like old news. But I just caution anyone who wants to be the Debbie Downer, I'm not suggesting that's you, that upwards of 17% of people who voted for Joe Biden after the 2020 election indicated they would have voted differently if they just would have known about the Biden corruption. So please, I'm already seeing, it's like fashionable. I, I, I don't understand. Maybe in the chat you can weigh in. Gee, you'd know too, because you and I, this is one thing that drives us crazy. I just don't understand this impulse on the conservative side to like crap all over our people, even when they're trying to do something. I don't get it. There are already people like, this hearing's a total waste of time. We already know this stuff. Yeah, you do, because you're smart. Not every soccer mom does. The fact that a pretty well-respected United States attorney, who I think could have done a better job but didn't, to be honest with you, but is willing to go up there and then just out the fact that the FBI spied on Donald Trump and had no information at all is kind of a big deal, right? Yeah. Thank you. So... 
again, I think he could have used his grand jury subpoena powers a little differently, but let's not nitpick right now. It's time for us before an election to expose these goons on the left and in the FBI and what they did. It was just a quick opening statement by Durham, who, again, isn't a big showman. I think Jonathan Turley said it right. <laughs> Jonathan Turley said, Joe, he looked like a... <laughs> He looked like a monk in a strip club. He just looked so uncomfortable. Not my words is he looked so uncomfortable up there, but I think it kind of added to the aura that this guy's not some partisan hack. Here's what he said in his opening statement. Take a listen. Let me, let me um, give you some real life um, views on that. I have had um, any number of FBI agents um, who I've worked with over the years. Some of them are retired. Some are still in place who have come to me and apologized for the manner in which uh, that investigation was undertaken. I take that seriously. These are good, hardworking, the majority of people in the FBI, the decent human beings who swear to, uh, under their oaths to uh, abide by the law and, and the like. And uh, I think that, that um, typifies, exemplifies of the, of the concern here. Um, there, is, uh, there are investigative activities undertaken or not undertaken here, uh, which raised real concerns about whether or not the law was followed, the policies in place, the FBI were followed. I mean, listen, this is this stuff matters, folks. Is it is it going to be the game changer is going to flip the 2024 election? No. But remember that poll. Nearly 20 percent of Biden's voters had no idea his whole family's corrupt. This stuff matters. This is how you get the information out. Here's what I'm going to cover tomorrow. A couple things on this because I, I didn't have time today. It came on right before, and I got other things I want to get to, including some stunning audio from in, an alleged BlackRock insider that James O'Keefe uncovered. Huh. There, trust me on this one, Joe. This is going to be the biggest flag of yeah. all. Is it twenty one? Is it the twenty first? Oh, I don't know okay. what the date is. Twenty first, eleven oh sixty. Just please asterisk this one. Flag double it. asterisk. Flag yes, it. this is like a double flag because yeah. this matters. Mark my words. If Trump wins the primary, a Republican primary, I absolutely guarantee you, and this is why this hearing is necessary, the Democrats unbelievably are going to resurrect the Russia collusion hoax again. No way. Yes, they will. What's going to be the narrative? Gee, Justin, we'll all commit this show to memory. Everyone got this? Remember the date? Everyone in the chat got it? Remember what I'm about to tell you? Because when it happens, you're going to be like, Damn, this guy's pretty good. Here's going to be the narrative. Trump is working with uh, Vladimir Putin to hand over portions of Ukraine to Russia. They're colluding. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Chat, oh, we got people in that. We got people in the chat flagging too. Send yourself an email in the chat. That way you can take a screenshot of the email and remember the date. They will resurrect this Russia hoax narrative again. But then it's already been discredited. It doesn't matter, bro. You're dealing with goons and commies. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's already been debunked. I'm just telling you it's coming. Trump's colluding with the Russians to turn over Ukraine to Vladimir Putin. I'll cover Kalimnik and Trump Tower, the meeting again tomorrow, too, because they brought it up again today. Despite the fact I've already debunked this a thousand times about Constantine Kalimnik and Manafort and the Trump Tower meeting, just in a nutshell, Kalimnik was a source for the Obama administration, which Durham tried to bring up. And the Trump Tower meeting was with a woman working with the company, working for Hillary Clinton. I'll get to that tomorrow. Okay, let's get to the important stuff here. What did China, Hunter Biden, BlackRock and wokeism have in common? Ladies and gentlemen, sadly, nearly... Nearly everything and everyone in politics is for sale. No. Yes. I know that doesn't surprise many of you, but I think it would surprise you the extent to which people even on your side of the aisle who pretend to be, yo, bro, I'm in this for you, you know, will sell out. I mean, sell pounds of their flesh with the drop of a hat and a snap of a finger. Everything's for sale. This show is going to be good. So let's tie this together for you. This is like a really bad spy novel. Let's put this story up first. This sounds like kind of a big deal. I mean, anyone here in the military? I mean, Joe, I know you have family, but I wasn't in the military. This guy, I mean, you don't need military experience to read this story and go, this kind of sounds like this could be an issue. Now, Joe, you were, uh, you're a little older than me. You remember that thing? Uh, yeah. 
missile crisis in, oh, Cuba. in Guatemala. Oh, Cuba. Cuba. It was Cuba. Thank you. I'm, Cuba. I'm confused. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, was, it was Cuba. That's good to know. Yeah. So this happened before where Russians wanted to put nuclear weapons in Cuba just 100 miles from it. It was kind of a problem. So this story in the Washington Times sounds like trouble. China weighs putting military troops in Cuba, according to a new report. That, that's, that's, I don't know. That kind of sounds like a big deal A foreign occupied enemy. And, and by the way, anyone out there suggesting, well, it's no different than us putting uh, troops over in Taiwan. No, no, it's different. Um, Cuba, uh, Taiwan's not threatening to invade China. Okay. It's the other way around. That's not what's happening. Okay. The United States isn't threatening an invasion of Cuba. It's not the same, even close. I get it. I'm a conservative. I'm a little bit of a conservatarian on especially a lot of foreign entanglements we get ourselves involved in without an exit plan, but I'm not dumb either. You can argue against a foreign policy, but that's not the same thing. We are not threatening an invasion of Cuba, okay? Chinese troops in Cuba, 100 miles from our shores, when I live in the state that's right there, that's kind of a big deal. So why is nothing happening? Why is the Biden administration taking its ass, right, and just planting it in a seat and doing nothing? Ass in the seat. Why are they doing jack squat about it? I mean, JFK was a Democrat, had to deal with the Cuban Missile Crisis. This is almost as severe. A spy base and military troops. What's next? Hypersonic missiles? Why is nothing happening? Well, let's put the pieces together and let's follow the money like we always do. Here is a clip that explains a lot of it. This is Professor, sorry if I'm saying your name wrong, not really, Di Dongsheng in China. Now, he's speaking, obviously, not in English, but you'll see the translation on the bottom. This is going to be tough on the radio. You can watch it on Rumble. But you'll see the translation on the bottom where this professor implies that the CCP may have been involved in setting up foundations for Joe Biden and Biden Inc. And the crowd thinks it's really funny. They seem really happy. No one seems to want to play this. I think Tucker played it once. And that's it. You don't see a lot of this video around. How nuclear-powered enemies of the United States, including China, setting up a military base in Cuba, they're laughing about how they basically own Joe Biden. Here, take a look yourself. Oh, they all think it's funny as hell. <laughs> By the way, you, <laughs> you can watch that yourself. That's not new. It's been out there, but you haven't heard about it in the media, have you? So China sets up a military base or is going to on Cuba in addition to a spy base. Biden takes his ass, puts it in the seat. They do nothing about it as it's alleged that Hunter Biden and Biden Inc., including Joe Biden, were doing business with the Chinese Communist Party. And the business partner, Tony Bobolinsky, says Joe Biden was getting 10 percent. Was Joe Biden is is Joe Biden a paid asset for the Chinese Communist Party? Is Joe Biden committing acts of possible treason to the United States? I don't know. I don't know, but the evidence is a little suspicious, don't you think? A little bit a little suspicious. Because it's so strange how every time China comes up with Joe Biden, Joe Biden always seems to err on the side of the Chinese Communist oh, Party. No, every, every time. Yep. Every day. It's just, you know, a normal person would start asking questions. Money, China, Biden, China laughing about money to Biden, Biden being the big guy getting money from China. Working deals with China, son in emails, cutting deals with China. Biden always seems to defend the Chinese Communist Party, lets them basically set up a military base in Cuba. I don't know, man. It all sounds a little strange. Here, we just pulled this behind before the show, Hat Tip RNC Research. Here are clips of just about a minute of Joe Biden taking every opportunity possible to do what? 
You guessed it. Defend China. Take a listen. China is not our enemy. I believe then, and I'm even more convinced now, that a rising China is an incredibly positive development for not only China, but the United States and the rest of the world. It is in our self-interest that China continue to prosper. China is a great nation, and we should hope for the continued expansion. We want to see China rise. A rising China can be a significant asset for the region and the world. China is going to eat our lunch. Come on, man. They're not bad folks, folks. But guess what? They're not a they're, they're not, not they're competition for us. China is not our problem. We can help them with some of their problems. China is not a problem. The idea that China is going to eat our lunch is bizarre. And so, what are we what are we worried about? We talk about China as our competitor. We should be helping. Do you think, in retrospect, that you were naive about China? No. What a beautiful history we wrote together. Ladies and gentlemen, I love this country. I know you do too. Sarcastic funny time is definitely over right now. Do you understand how much danger we're in, your kids are in, and your grandkids are going to be in? You understand the danger if even half of what I just told you was true? By the way, I'm confident all of it's true, or I wouldn't have said it. But do you understand the danger we're in if even half of what I told you is true? There is a man in the Oval Office who's been credibly alleged by the business partner to the deal, Tony Bobolinsky, that his son and family members have been taking money from the Chinese Communist Party, possibly in exchange for massive political favors, and that China has probably a blackmail file this thick on Biden. And now we've got audio of professors and other people laughing about the whole thing. We got the son, Hunter Biden, talking about an email, the, the, the what effing spy chief of China that he's connected to. Folks, none of this is made up. Show any of this evidence to your liberal friends and ask them to explain it. You have any idea who may be controlling us as China prepares to start World War III? Now do you see why, I don't know, three times a week, Joe, maybe more, I warn the audience all the time to get prepared. Yeah. Folks, there are people in our government right now, make no mistake, who I am absolutely convinced are being controlled. Not by some crazy spy beam from outer space, by money and blackmail. It's very simple. They've been blackmailed. People keep evidence of blackmail. So if you don't do what they tried to bribe you to do, they use it as blackmail later on. You would think the media would be all over this, the swamp, but the media, the swamp, and an entire political party, the Democrats, are resolutely committed, despite the fact that this may result in us losing an actual world war and that your kids may be growing up in a country you don't even know anymore. Can you imagine what it would look like if we lost and had to surrender? Oh, that'll never happen. Are you sure of that? How sure are you of that? Because that's kind of a black swan moment, no? That's like saying there's a 99% chance this plane's going to be okay. We've got a hydraulic problem. You mean there's a one in a hundred chance it won't? I'm not taking off. You understand the chance of us losing a war with China is probably bigger than that? One in a hundred? And that the guy in the White House likely has a blackmail file the size of war and peace? Are you okay with that? And yet, now that we've got evidence, credible evidence of his son marshalling these deadly deals with a nuclear-powered enemy of the United States, everybody's running cover. I'll show you what I mean. I'm going to take a quick break here, but I'm going to show you what I mean. Media and politicians desperate to cover up the fact that the President of the United States may be a foreign agent. Yes, I use my words very deliberately. And unlike Democrats, I actually back it up. Folks, imagine you're at the doctor's office. Your doctor glances up from your chart and says, hey, whatever you're doing, keep it up. That's the Field of Greens health promise. This is Field of Greens. This is wild berry stuff. It's absolutely delicious. It is ground up, healthy, wholesome, fresh fruits and vegetables. I'm going to get my blood work done today. Despite the fact that I've been through a lot with my health, my doctor always tells me you got the blood of a 20-year-old. I take Field of Greens twice a day. I took it this morning with a little bit of, uh, a, bit, a little bit of dose and a green tea, and I mixed it up. 
That's my elixir. I absolutely love it. Field of Greens is the key to it. I'll take it later in some green tea again. It is delicious. It is great. Each fruits and vegetable, each fruit and vegetable in Field of Greens was medically selected for a specific health benefit. Some help support vital organs. Others help support metabolism. Listen, a lot of you are eating some food. You're on the road. Sometimes it's not your fault. You just don't have time to prepare big, elaborate meals. Field of Greens can help. Look, Field of Greens can't promise your doctor will dance into your room, but they can promise that your next checkup, I bet your doctor will notice your improved health from good nutrition. Good nutrition makes a difference. I trust Field of Greens for my health. You can too. I love this product. Like I said, twice a day, it's a staple of my diet. Healthy, wholesome fruits and vegetables. They have a lemon and lime flavor too. That's wild berry. It is absolutely delicious. Let's get you started today. Don't wait. This stuff works for me. Let me get you started with 15% off. Go to BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Use promo code Dan. That's promo code Dan at BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. So again, there is a distinct possibility that the President of the United States is a foreign agent, not a James Bond foreign agent, meaning he is acting like a principal agent problem, not on behalf of the United States, but on behalf of the Chinese Communist Party because they could have blackmail material on him. The evidence is everywhere. And why is nobody saying anything? The Black Rocks and all the other people who have all the money and the elites, the people who have the cocktail lunches while you're toiling and busting your ass every day, because they're in on the scam with China too. Here's what I mean. Here's disgraced former Senator Air Claire McCaskill, who was an embarrassment to humanity on MSNBC. And here's Claire saying, hey, we shouldn't really talk about this Biden thing because, you know, the son had a drug problem. Oh, drug issues? Didn't you guys make fun of Don Jr., by the way, for a cocaine problem that Don Jr. doesn't have? So it's weird that Don Jr. is okay to make fun of him for a drug problem he doesn't have. But yet Hunter Biden has an actual drug problem. And we go, hey, that doesn't sound right. Him conducting international deals, being a crack addict, that's off balance. And I want you to pay other uh, close attention to this, too. Biden loves his son? Really? Yet he knew his son had a drug problem and shoved his son in the middle of international business deals so he could grift off him? Sounds like a piece of human garbage to me. Take a listen. It's particularly painful when you have someone you love unconditionally that is suffering from these diseases. I think Joe Biden has shown a wonderful role model to the country about unconditional love. What what do these jerks in the House want Joe Biden to do? Throw him out? Refuse to speak to him? Say he doesn't love him publicly? Do they not understand this disease and how it works? Hunter Biden has gone through recovery under the brightest lights imaginable. And recovery is not easy for anybody. I, 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 he is being held accountable for bad judgments he made. And he should be. But the point is that he now has to stay sober in order to avoid a felony. And he has been treated as he should under the law. But everyone should understand here that this man, this has paid a very high price for his addiction in the public arena. And by the way, everybody needs to back off Joe Biden about this. He loves his son. Back off. It is okay for him to love his son, and there's nothing wrong with it. They have no evidence of any kind of wrongdoing by Joe Biden. I mean, this is just, this woman's an absolute embarrassment. Again, what I, what I can't get over is these people have families. Like, aren't you embarrassed? Don't you have kids or something that look at you on TV? There's no evidence except the business partner admitting Joe Biden was the big guy. A foreign source admitting to the FBI from Ukraine on a different deal, Biden's the big guy. 10 million in revenue flowing into Biden Inc. from apparently illicit blackmail operations, according to bank records. Legions of voicemails and emails from Hunter Biden. Burisma executives thanking them for setting up meetings with Joe Biden. Claire McCaskill's a disgusting piece of garbage. She always has been. That's why she lost her seat, because she's so horrible and awful. But Joe Biden loves his son. Joe Biden doesn't love his son. Joe Biden loves one thing. You know what that is? Joe Biden loves money. Joe Biden doesn't love his son. Who puts a son with a crack problem in the middle of an international deal with a nuclear-powered enemy of the United States? 
and then takes 10% of the cut. Even his son didn't like him. I got to pay dad's bills whining about him. That's who this guy is? You can take that and shove it up your rump, McCaskill. We'll talk about whatever we want. Disgrace. You don't tell us what to talk about. Cutesy time's over. You don't like politics? The hell off TV. Dipwad. Here's another one yesterday after the sweetheart deal came down for Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden gets off on a misdemeanor tax charge, pretrial diversion on a gun charge. No one else would have gotten that deal involved in an international blackmail scheme. No one, not a human being on planet Earth. But it helps to be the white patriarchal president's kid, doesn't it? You don't hear the race activists talking about this one, how a bunch of black guys are in jail right now on the exact same gun charge. The connected white son of the white patriarch president got off on. You don't hear any talk about that, right? Here's Andrew Weissman, best buddy to the queen of the swamp, Lisa Monaco, the deputy attorney general, which I'm sure supervised this sweetheart deal for Hunter, saying, oh, don't you worry. It's not a sweetheart deal. I've got a lot of experience here. You do. You've got a lot of experience in corruption and covering up for political opponents because you're a straight up communist. Take a look. That this is not some sweetheart deal, but this is pretty standard. My own experience is that first time tax defenses like this are generally treated pretty leniently, as well as the, the, um, the felony count, which is a pretrial diversion. There's substantial issues that that statute may be unconstitutional. So I think that all in all, this seems like a very fair resolution. Folks, it's not a tax offense like Hackoon Weissman said. It's not a tax offense. By the way, Weissman knew back in 2016 that Hillary Clinton was plotting, uh, plotting to take down Donald Trump with fake Russian collusion charges and ran with it anyway with Mueller because Weissman has no human dignity either. He's a piece of sleaze. That's what he is. He's a sleazeball. That's what he is. He's a no dignity, corrupt sleazeball. It's not a tax charge, you dope. Where did the money come from? He didn't pay the taxes on. Oh, you don't want to answer that. Oh, from foreign governments bribing and blackmailing Joe Biden. Oh, oh, you don't want to talk about that. It's like suggesting the guy, uh, you know, a guy went to an ATM and banged on the machine. You know, oh, listen, it was a, an unlawful ATM violation. The guy actually went and robbed the bank with a gun. No, no, that's not an ATM violation. You just robbed the bank, dude. It's not a tax case. They made it a tax case. Here's CNN saying the quiet part out loud. I want you to pay attention to this in the coming days. We're always out ahead of the Democrat narrative. The Democrat narrative in the coming days is going to be this. They're going to try to play it both ways. First, when asked to give information over to Capitol Hill investigators because the case is closed, the Democrats are going to cite the AUSA, the assistant United States attorney, who said it's ongoing. But politically speaking, Joe Biden on the trail. Wait, if I don't explain this right, you got to interrupt. You're, You're my harshest critic on this one. The Democrats are going to play a little game here. Joe Biden, politically and legally, needs two different things. Politically, he needs to say the case is over. Why? Because he's going to be asked about it on the campaign trail. Hey, your son just pled guilty to a tax violation charge about these deals. I thought you said his business was on the up and up. What's Joe Biden's answer? Anybody know? Uh, Case is closed. It's resolved. Here's the problem. If the case is closed, then the House and Republicans can get the information because it's closed and not ongoing. But the AUSA put a little line in at the end saying that the investigation's ongoing. CNN picked up on this yesterday. How this, they think, benefits Biden. I actually think this benefits us. Because we could do the same thing. When Joe Biden says on the campaign trail the case is resolved, no, it's not. It's ongoing. The AUSA said so. Look, it's right there. <laughs> right, right, Dan. Schrodinger, it's Schrodinger's. <laughs> That's right. It's the quantum case. That's what they, We can play the same game. And then... When, the, uh, when they, they try to tell you it's ongoing because they don't want to give the House any information, you go, no, no, his lawyer, Joe Biden's lawyer, said the case is resolved. So did Biden. We can play the same game. Watch CNN find it itself in a little bit of a conundrum, even though they don't know it. Check this out. We do have one bit of information here uh, coming in from CNN's Marshall Cohen. The Justice Department mm-hmm. is saying that the Hunter Biden probe 
is ongoing. Which is important. Because the lawyer for Hunter Biden, Christopher Clark, said in a statement this morning it was his understanding that the probe was resolved. You see how they can't have it both ways? <laughs> and I love how CNN thinks this works for them when it really works for us. So for reporters out there, not conservative ones, you're smart. For dumbass liberal reporters, let me take your notes. Here's your pro tip. When Biden tells you on the campaign trail, the ca- campaign trail, the case is closed, you tell him, no, it's not. The AUSA said otherwise. And then when they try to tell you they don't want to hand over information to the House because the case is ongoing, you say, no, no, no. Biden said the case is closed. <laughs> on CBS actually aired, by the way, something yesterday, which was kind of shocking. CBS, well, Catherine, it's only Catherine Herrod. Catherine Herrod. She's the only one. And any mainstream media outlet outside of Fox and Newsmax and OAN doing any investigative work. She brought on a tax guy who knows tax law, who was like, dude, no freaking way anyone else gets off on this. This actually aired on CBS and Biden's going to lose a key talking point. Then I got Biden unfollowing the rules, pretrial diversion thing I saw. And then to follow the money thing, it gets really interesting with James O'Keefe. First, uh, quick break here. Patriot Mobile. Listen, the parallel economy is getting bigger and bigger, powered by everyday Americans like you. Tired of woke propaganda. Big mobile companies are no different shoving the woke propaganda down your throats. For years, they've been dumping millions into lib causes and you had to take it because there was no alternative in the cell phone business. Well, now there is. Patriot Mobile. They're America's only Christian conservative wireless provider offering dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks so you get the best possible service in your area without the woke politics. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're supporting a company that believes in free speech, the Second Amendment, religious freedom, and our Constitution. They support veterans and first responders. They're 100% U.S.-based customer service team. They make switching easy. Keep your phone. Keep your number, too. Just go to PatriotMobile.com slash Dan or call 878-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with the offer code Dan. Ask about their coverage guarantee while you're there. Get the same dependable service and take a stand for your values. Make that switch today. PatriotMobile.com slash Dan or call 878-PATRIOT. Thanks, Patriot Mobile. Here's what I mean. This aired yesterday. There's only one reporter out there on mainstream outlets. You've got other people like Taibbi and Greenwald uh, doing decent work. But here's Catherine Herridge brings a tax expert on talking about Hunter Biden taking a plea to a misdemeanor tax charge saying no way anyone else gets away with this. Take a listen. Gene Rossi, a former Justice Department official who handled tax cases, told CBS News the failure to pay tax on more than $3 million, even though now repaid, is a serious violation. If this were Hunter Smith instead of Hunter Biden, I think you would have a very much uh, more aggressive prosecution. You understand how CBS, Joe, has to be pulling their hair out strand by strand? They hired an actual reporter in Catherine Herridge who does actual reporting. And now they don't know what to do because she keeps airing actual reporting on their network. That guy is absolutely correct. In my 12 years of experience as a federal agent myself, there is zero chance a gun charge and a tax charge with a coexisting investigation in their international blackmail gets off with pretrial diversion and two misdemeanors. There is zero chance. Only if you're the white patriarch's son. Only. Solomon brought up this point I was talking about before, too. How on the campaign trail, Hunter Biden and Joe Biden, Joe Biden's going to lose his key talking point. John Solomon notes Biden can no longer claim in a campaign trail everything was legal in the family business now that his son admitted to willful tax evasion. So everyone out there going, well, they're playing it both ways with the ongoing investigation and resolve. I think I made the point that works for us, too. We can play it that way, too. Joe, I thought you said the case was resolved and your, your son's business was on the up and up. Why do you plead guilty then? Biden, by the way, yesterday said he was proud of his son and all this. By the way, I, I don't dispute that. What do you mean, Dan? His, his, son, uh, his son's now an admitted criminal. Yeah, that's what Biden wanted him to do. Biden stuck his son out there to commit criminal acts. Because Joe Biden is a rotting bag of oatmeal with not a single ounce of human dignity or morals. And his son did what he wanted. Joe Biden is proud of his son. Here, listen to yourself. I'm very proud of my son. Folks, 
folks, make no mistake, Joe Biden's not kidding. He put his son out there to commit criminal acts. Joe Biden was the big guy, the CEO, or as Bob, Bob Alinsky referred to him in a business partner as the chairman. He was selling his soul for money, and his son was the middleman taking the heat for him. Of course he's proud. This guy's got no human dignity, not a shred of it. By the way, here's Biden talking about following gun rules, because this is an interesting little catch here. This pretrial diversion program for the Department of Justice, where they note that Brady, put that up first. Yeah, I know it's a little bit out of order, but you'll notice in this pretrial diversion program, they note that if you're accused of an offense involving brandishing or use of a firearm or other deadly weapon, that pretrial diversion is not an option. This is fascinating because Biden, Hunter Biden's actually on video brandishing a weapon where it says right there that you should not get pretrial diversion. But it happened to Biden, which is strange because Biden, again, is on tape talking about how everyone should follow the gun rules except his white privileged son. Take a listen. These are common sense requirements. All gun owners should follow. Every gun owner should be required to have the same requirements held to him or her. I guess when you're the white privileged son of the white male patriarch, where's Ibram Kendi and Al Sharpton again about any of this? Everything's okay. Brandish away. Do whatever you want to do. Now, why isn't corporate America, why aren't people in unison saying, hey, this sounds like a real problem. We've got a nuclear-powered enemy the United States. With a massive army, Generation 5 fighters, working on aircraft carriers, a larger Navy than ours. Uh, they're setting up a spy base and a military operation 100 miles from our shore while threatening to invade Taiwan. That sounds like trouble. Why don't you hear anything from the business community speaking in unison? Well, I said to you in the beginning of the show, what did China, Hunter Biden, BlackRock, and Wokeism have in common? We've gotten the two out of those four. Hat tip, James O'Keefe. This is an alleged insider here at BlackRock. O'Keefe and his crew caught on video here, on undercover video. I want you to listen. It's about a minute and 30. Here is this undercover executive at BlackRock making some stunning allegations about how the Ukraine war can be profitable for them, how politicians are all for sale. You mean politicians like one Senator Joe Biden? You mentioned senators come real cheap. And presidents? Here, listen for yourself. Meet Serge Barlay, a recruiter at BlackRock. Let me tell you, it's not the who's the president. It's who's controlling the, the wall. So it's, it's the, and who's that? Like, the hedge funds, BlackRock, the banks. These guys are campaign financing. Yep, you can buy your candidates. And obviously, we have the system place. First, there's the Senate place. And these guys are rich. You got 10 grand, you can buy a Senate. I can give you 500k right now. No questions asked. Yeah. I'm going to do this. We're done. Does, like, everybody do that? Does BlackRock do that? Everybody. It doesn't matter who wins. They're so they're, they're my pocket. Here's Serge Varley on how good war is for BlackRock's business. Do you have any um, thoughts on the Ukraine-Russia war? Yeah, I mean, I, I do have thoughts. What are they? Ukraine is good for business. You, you know, right? I'll give an example. Russia Russia blows up Ukraine's grain silos. Price of wheat is going to go mad up. The Ukrainian economy is tied very largely to the wheat market, global wheat market. Prices of bread and, you know, it, literally everything is, it goes up and down. This is fantastic if you're trading. Volatility creates opportunity to make profit. War is no good for, for business. It's exciting when shit goes wrong, right? BlackRock manages 20 trillion. It's incomprehensible numbers. BlackRock Serge Varley says all of this is above a normal person's understanding. That's a stunning video there. I don't know that guy. But I can tell you, having run for office and seen this slimy, disgusting, grotesque, putrid swamp, ladies and gentlemen, nearly everything and everyone are for sale, even to nuclear-powered opponents of the United States, including Russia and China. If you think you can benefit that war machine, if you can benefit and use it to your advantage and sell the country out, there are people out there who'll do it, and companies like BlackRock won't do a damn thing about it. They're already on video, the CEO of BlackRock already talking about it how they'll take a second step. They'll take a subjugated role to China in a heartbeat. They admire China. They don't admire us, our capitalist system. 
That's how they make money. I'll show you what I mean coming up in a minute. One last break. I got more video of this coming up next. It'll make perfect sense when we're done. You've been totally sold out. Nearly everything and everyone is for sale. Folks, Winchia Wow from Wow Auto Parts. Appropriately named. The product is great because you'll say, wow, when do you use it? The windshield wow is an ingenious windshield cleaning device. I have a couple in every car. It uses two magnetic cleaning paddles. They're really strong. One on the outside, one on the inside. You push the one on the outside around, gets in all those kind of nooks and crannies, cleans your windshield. Now, it's kind of a big deal in Florida. It rains every day around 2.30, 3 o'clock, and your windshields get really hazy. And I'm getting a little older. don't see that well anymore. I need a clean windshield, and the car looks better, too. This is super easy. It applies firm cleaning pressure on the outside and the inside using this magnetic paddle. You just have to go over it on the outside. You don't have to reach the inside, strain your shoulders, get into any of that. Gets rid of that haze and all that buildup. Paul and I were so impressed. We got a couple for each car we're in. Go to windshieldwow.com and get this ingenious cleaning device now. That's windshieldwow.com, windshieldwow.com. Use my last name, Bongino, at checkout for a special discount. That's windshieldwow.com. Thanks, Windshield Wow. They're one of our newest sponsors. The product works. Check it out. You're going to love it. Send me your reviews. Windshieldwow.com, promo code Bongino. So everyone's for sale, folks. The problem with a interconnected world economy, the problem, I'm a capitalist, but perverse incentives are everywhere. Capitalism is the best system. Or as, as, as a smart person would actually say, Joe, it's the worst system except for everyone else. Socialism will get you killed right away. Capitalism, at least you can fight back in a free market if things go awry. But it doesn't mean that capitalism and free markets don't create some perverse incentives. It just doesn't create as many perverse incentives as socialism does. The best thing we can do is to fight back using real-world markets and a parallel economy like we're doing now. Here's what I mean. Here's uh, Larry Fink, the CEO of BlackRock. BlackRock, a company controlling trillions of dollars in assets, knee-deep in the entire world economy, profiting off decisions you'll never know. Here's the CEO contributing to our national decline, saying how they force behaviors from people. Now you see why this wokeism, the Chinese Communist Party loves the fact that America's going woke because it'll be the end of us. And BlackRock does nothing about it. Matter of fact, they're forcing some of these behaviors. Take a listen. Well, behaviors are going to have to change. And this is one thing we're going to, we're asking companies. Uh, you have to force behaviors. And at BlackRock, we are forcing behaviors. What kind of behaviors are they forcing? Are they behaviors that are going to enhance the prosperity of the United States? That's the CEO of BlackRock. Because here's the CEO of BlackRock, Larry Fink, basically admitting, by the way, openly, how much he admires China and how democracies are messy. They are messy. So is capitalism. You know what's more messy and deadly? Communism and socialism. Here, take a listen. Markets don't like uncertainty. Markets like actually totalitarian governments where you have a uh, understanding of what's out there. And obviously, we're, uh, the whole dimension is changing now with, uh, as you said, a democratization of, uh, of countries. And, and democracies are very messy, as we know in the United States. Oh, democracies are messy. Oh, China. China is the model, folks. Now, do you understand how this international war machine, how this works? How people profit all this stuff, all this stuff, everything and nearly everyone is for sale. You just name the price, even the president of the United States. I got to wonder, does that explain this? President of the United States, Joe Biden, former vice president, was involved in the plot to take down Trump. The collusion hoax, which, as I've repeated many times, originated in Ukraine. Joe Biden, they impeach Trump when he tries to look into Ukraine. All of a sudden, Joe Biden seems to want to bend over backwards to take care of Ukraine. Whether you think they deserve it or not, the aid we're given to them. Some do, some don't. Don't you think this is a little bit suspicious? Here's a brief at the Pentagon yesterday where this magic trick happened. They made a $6.2 billion mistake, air quotes, on an accounting thing to give Ukraine $6.2 billion more dollars. That's a big mistake. You better fix that Microsoft Excel spreadsheet. Take a listen. During the department's regular oversight of our execution of presidential drawdown authority for Ukraine, we discovered inconsistencies in equipment valuation for Ukraine. In a significant number of cases, services used replacement costs rather than net book value, thereby overestimating the value of the equipment drawn down from U.S. stocks and provided to Ukraine. 
Once we discovered this misvaluation, the comptroller reissued guidance on March 31st, clarifying how to value equipment in line with the financial management regulation and DOD policy to ensure we use the most accurate of accounting methods. We have confirmed that for FY23, the final calculation is $3.6 billion. And for FY22, it is $2.6 billion for a combined total of $6.2 billion. Folks, who the hell makes a $6.2 billion mistake? Damn. You have any idea how much money that is? Oh, look, we can give Ukraine more. I'm not getting into whether you think that's right or not. You can save that for another show. Who makes a $6.2 billion mistake? The answer is no one. They're blatantly doing this right now in front of your face to give you the double barrel middle finger because they just don't care. They just don't care. They don't want to go back to Congress for more yet. They know they're losing the public on this issue. So a mistake happens. Convenient, right? Everything's for sale, folks. Everything. By the way, I just wanted to, I, I wanted to cover this earlier in the week, just switching gears a little bit. The artificial intelligence threat is getting really serious, whether you believe it or not. I'm just going by people on the inside who have very specific expertise in this area. When someone working on AI full time, it is their entire life, tells me this is getting out of our control fast. We're creating a super being smarter than us that could destroy us. I get worried. The week, which is not known for its conservative right-leaning opinions, by the way, said exactly what the worst-case scenario problem would be, which I've warned you about only a hundred times. Who the hell's programming the AI, folks? Oh, lefty goons are, who are telling the AI to try to solve climate change. The week notes, a more plausible scenario is that AI tasked with solving climate change decides the fastest way to halt carbon emissions is to extinguish humanity. Hello, McFly. Has anybody thought about this? You're creating a super intelligent being telling it that the world is going to end in 12 years due to climate change caused by humans? Has <laughs> no one thought this through? I, I was watching this morning. There was a comedian on, and he was making this exact point. Like nearly every intelligent person on planet Earth knows this is a threat, but they're like, ah, oh, let's just keep going. It sends emails. Like, yeah, nobody's worried about this. By the way, thanks to everyone who joined uh, RFK on Rumble last night, Robert F. Kennedy. I'm not a Democrat. I don't vote for Democrats ever. I do believe in free speech. Luke Rudkowski noted that he played a small clip of RFK's speech on YouTube and his entire channel has been demonetized now. He knows maybe I should go to Rumble. Yeah, we love you, Lou. We love to have you over there, Luke. The force is with you, brother. Although you probably heard that joke a thousand times. Sorry, we got some Star Wars fans here. I had to throw that in. Here's Rumble's tweet last night. RFK speech on YouTube, what is that, 3,000? RFK speech on Rumble, 37,000. YouTube, you're doing a bang-up job. You're doing a great job suppressing free speech, YouTube. Well done, idiots, freaking commies over there. And remember, YouTube suspended me and then banned me for COVID misinformation. You guys remember what the misinformation was? They banned us after we left, by the way, which is kind of funny. <laughs> we told them on the YouTube channel, that masks do not, in fact, prevent the transmission of COVID, surgical masks. We were pretty crystal clear on that. So they banned us after we quit YouTube. You can't fire. You can't quit. I'm firing you. Well, folks, it's been a bit of a reckoning on COVID. This is pretty amazing. I want you to watch this supercut here. Who is this from, Grabian? This is from Tom Elliott over at Grabian. This is good stuff. The masks. Let's do the, ma let's do the mask one first. This is a great supercut on how, again, I was right. The commies at YouTube were wrong. We're winning in the free speech economy because capitalism does work, unlike socialism, where we'd be killed by now. Here, who was right and who was wrong? Take a look yourself. In the schools, everybody should wear a mask. And asking kids to wear a mask is uncomfortable, but you know, kids are pretty resilient. Kids are resilient. And if anything, this is going to build resilience in our children. Will this have long-term psychological effects on young kids, do you think? I don't think so. I think, in fact, it's good. Masking uh, is very important, particularly in the schools. Masks are safe. Masks do work. There's nothing adverse or bad about masks. If I'm going to get on an airplane, 
I don't have to wear a mask. Uh, but I will have my kids wear one. I don't understand why parents are not listening to the science, not teaching their children to wear a mask. A major study finding masks made no difference in stopping the spread. Mask mandates, it turns out, were an utter failure. It's not me saying it, but the New York Times. The mask mandates did nothing. Will any lessons be learned? Brett Stevens cites a comprehensive British review of 78 randomized studies with more than 600,000 participants. So that wasn't um, scientifically sound. Uh, effective. The, the mask so, guidance correct. was not Correct. It science. wasn't science-based, and the six feet of distancing has, was arbitrary. Um, oh, it gets even better with the vaccine. So remember, again, I was banned from ScrewTube and the commies for telling you what is now scientifically <laughs> accurate. The, the flat earthers over at YouTube, right? The commies over there. It gets even better on the vaccine. Here's part two of the supercut. Them doing a quickie 180 on the vaccine too. Take a look. You are the unvaccinated. You are the problem. It is the unvaccinated who are the problem, period, end of story. The only people that you can blame the only people you can blame, this isn't shaming, this is the truth. Maybe they should be shamed by the unvaccinated. It's time to start blaming the unvaccinated folks, not the regular folks. Anyone you came into contact with will blame you, as will the rest of us who have done the right thing by getting vaccinated. Because frankly, we know that we can't trust the unvaccinated. I think it's time to get our moral house in order, Anderson. It's the unvaccinated who are the threat. The unvaccinated are basically saying, well, it's open season for me. I can do whatever I want as well. The, the unvaccinated are basically beating their breasts and running around the country saying, ha, ha, we don't care, we're living free and so forth. We've been patient, but our patience is wearing thin. The unvaccinated, a group that includes children and people acting like children. <laughs> and the rest of us are starting to get pissed off. This is not about freedom. For personal choice. Well, my freedom is being kind of disturbed here. No, screw your freedom. Screw your freedom. Now we find out everything they told us about the vaccine was in fact big freaking wrong. Two thumbs down. Two thumbs down on that. We actually had free speech during the pandemic, despite YouTube's communist protestations and suppression of information. Maybe more people would have wised up and the truth would have come out sooner communist a-holes over there folks thanks again for joining us really appreciate it glad to have all these new people in the live chat spread the word do us one favor download the rumble app it's all free folks none of this costs you anything go to the app store whatever app store you are download the rumble app set up an account it is absolutely free join us for the chat every day we have 50 to 60 thousand people on any given day it is glorious to have you here you can join at 10 a.m eastern time the chat starts then Guy and justin are in there starting trouble I join the show live and join the show like it's your show. I join the Guy and uh, Joe and, and uh, Justin show at 11 a.m. Eastern time. That's when my part of the show starts. I bet probably having more fun without me. I love to have you here. I'll see you back here. And be sure to also subscribe if you would on Apple and Spotify, even if you don't listen there. Helps us stay on the top charts. We really appreciate that. Thanks a lot for your help. See you back here tomorrow at 11 o'clock. You just heard Dan Bongino.